0: Good evening, you fucking shitheads. This is your Blacks Fantasy Football podcast host, Will Murphy, aka Murphy, I guess you can call it. Um, I am here today to talk to you guys about a little fantasy football, and and I'm just going to basically, today's episode is going to go just to over, I'm going to go over all the teams real quick, um, give you one thing I, I'm positive about and one thing I'm a little concerned about. Um, for everybody. I think that that would be fair. I think that would be nice to do. Um, I think that everyone gets mentioned, which is super helpful for those listens, for those, you know, hearts and likes and all that fun stuff. Um, you know, so that's really exciting stuff. So we're going to start off, and we're just going to go down the standings order. Um, and right off the bat, there are some surprises in the standings. I don't know if you guys have, have, have noticed that. Um, I certainly have. Um it starts at the top. Stephen fucking Bay sitting at number one. If you had told me Stephen Bay would be sitting at number one four weeks into the season, three weeks into the season, whatever it is, I would have called you a fucking liar. Um, but here we are. Stephen Bay is sitting at number one. We are three weeks into the season. And this isn't a fluke. Um, he He is legit. And there's plenty of reason to be hopeful for Steven that this might be the year to break his playoff drought. Um, I think the main one is Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf. I think those two are fucking legit. Um, And if Russell keeps cooking um, and DK continues to be his number one receiver, I don't see this team slowing down at all. And I don't see Steven slowing down at all. Um, On top of that, DeAndre Hopkins is fucking legit too. Um, and Stephon Diggs has found his his groove. I think that there's the, the three really positive, four really positive things about Steven's team. Um, and right now the, his running backs are good too. I mean, Edward Hilaire and David Montgomery are, are solid um, as well as Mark Ingram, a nice number three. But I think there is where um, the Achilles heel may lie. Um, Edwards-Helaire is kind of an undersized back. I think that he could have durability issues moving on in the season. Um, David Montgomery uh, has never been, never shown us a consistent look at being a legit three-down workhorse back, and I think that that continues. I think that there are some worries at the running back position, but I don't think there's anything he can really do about it except for just ride, ride it, and see where where it takes him. 's got he's got the horses he's got the, the receivers and the, and, the, and the quarterback to get him to the promised land so um, there's your positive and negative on Stephen um, then we can move on to our second you know we're gonna just skip through I don't even want to give him uh, the the joy I'm kidding I'm, I can't do that that was that was totally fake you guys saw that coming Um fuck you, Thune, first of all. Um, I'm going to just go say this, that when I mentioned his wide receivers were not, were the Achilles heel of his team, the the, the the problem, there were a few things that led me to that. Number one is that Keenan, Keenan Allen had Tyrod Taylor as his quarterback. That is no longer the case. I couldn't have seen that coming by week two or three or whatever it happened. Uh, Cooper Cup got a huge contract extension. A lot of people weren't sure that that was going to happen and Cooper Cup would walk and it would seem that, that his role may have diminished at that point, but it didn't. And he got his big contract. And so those two things have really turned his running back or his wide receivers into not as much of a weakness. Um, So obviously though, I'd say his main strength lies at the running back position with Kamara uh, Carson and Robinson, those three are as good of running backs as you'll find in the league. Um, they're going to be legit every week. You know, you said it and forget it. I think that the, obviously the same, same formula with Thune every year, his, his issues are quarterback and tight end right now. And they always are until he finds a quarterback and a tight end on the waiver wire after one of you idiots drops someone good, which always fucking happens. And then he'll go fucking trade with Guffey for golliday hung- or some shit like that. But at, honestly, um, he'll get he'll, he'll pick up a wide receiver he'll, or a, a tight end. He'll pick up a quarterback that will get him all the way to the playoffs. And, you know, who knows? He may even get a bye. And then first game into the playoffs, the quarterback will shit the fucking bed. And the tight end will fucking go down with a, you know, a jam pinky toe and Thune will lose. So, I mean, I hate to fucking be Miss Cleo over here, but I don't. You need to realize that, and you know that. Most of you know that. The only one that doesn't know it is Thune. So, it's painful, Thune, but you know what? It's not going to happen this year, right? This is the different year. This is the year it changes. I'm sure that's true, buddy. Um, Moving on, we've got Tommy Blashaw sitting in number three, and and I'll be honest, this is a surprise. Uh, This team... uh, you know looking at the positives um you know yeah they're 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 there hold on one second Thank you for staying on hold there. I just had to had to find the uh, the positives in Tommy's team. It took a little longer than I thought it would. Um, no, we have we do have a positive, guys. It's it's um, Dak Prescott. He's a positive. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, he also has um, players that play football, which is really really good. Some of them play football, not all of them. A lot of them decide that they, their different ailments um, cannot cannot allow them to get on the field, and I think there lies an issue. His his ideal, his his um, perfect team is uh, also all right. Uh, if you had James Connor in there, and you had let's say, I mean, Kareem Hunt in there. And then you had, let's just in theory say that we had Deontay Johnson in there and AJ Brown in there. This isn't an awful team. Um, The problem is, is that those guys have not been in there um, and they will continue to not be in there. And this week, Tom is rolling out Preston Williams, T Higgins and LaVisca Chenault um, as his running or his wide receivers. And, Um, So there's, yeah, I mean, you know, I think Tommy's ideal team, if all healthy, would be a middle of the pack, solid, solid group. The team that we're looking at right now is not that uh, sadly for him, but you know what? He's two and one. Anything can happen. This is fantasy football. So always hope Tom cheering for you, buddy. Love you. Great job. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. So next we're gonna move on to uh to Brandon, who's really a fun guy, really the life of the party, always talking about positive things, um, whether it's murdering our president or COVID-19, really puts a bright spot on this great year. I mean, it's it's like this year has just been rainbows and lollipops, and then Brandon comes in and he's an even bigger rainbow that's a lollipop. So he's like a lolly, rainbow lollipop. And that's what he is so i expect his name to change to rainbow lollipop coming up but anyway uh there's positives here for sure and that is that he's got patrick mahomes he's got austin eckler and josh jacobs uh those three guys are fucking legit and he's he's gonna be fine um my only worry with brandon is his wide receivers are all boomer bust they are all guys who can score 35 points in a matchup, or they can score two points. Um, Mike Evans always has a game or two where he puts up zero spot. Um, Devontae Parker is not what you call reliable over his career. But, I mean, hey, he's getting it done. T.Y. Hilton does suck, though. I mean, he that's clear. His time has passed. Um, looking at his fantasy points, so far T.Y. Hilton um, – I mean, he's almost borderline droppable at this point, so that's exciting. That's what he drafted him for. But, yeah, so there's that. I mean, I think overall, though, this team is really good. I worry about his wide receivers overall, um, but I think he's got a good team. So so there's that. Congratulations, Brandon. Goldencock is probably going to make the playoffs again. All right, so moving on to number five is my team. And... My, uh, my positives are that I have Lamar Jackson, who hasn't been living up to expectations this year, which has been a lot of fun, uh, Julio Jones and Christian McCaffrey. Uh, the negatives are that Christian McCaffrey, uh, did, uh, sustain a high ankle sprain. And if he doesn't come back fully, fully healthy, my running back group is a fucking shit show. Um, so when he comes back, I'll have him and David Johnson, who David Johnson has been pretty good so far, but I really don't have anything else to get excited about. My wide receivers are pretty good. Nothing, nothing fantastic. But overall, um, I do need Christian McCaffrey, Julio Jones, and Lamar Jackson to, to pull their weight. And so far, honestly, aside from McCaffrey's first two games, Jackson and, and Jones have not not gotten the job done so that's really exciting um really really pumped about that so you know let's just let's just get excited for murphy to miss playoffs again um can't wait this should be a lot of fun uh so then we move on to walter i do appreciate walter's newfound participation uh it's been a a ray of sunshine on an otherwise gloomy, uh, season for some of us. Um, you know, I love that he'll randomly chime in with something that's completely out of left field. That's just part of his charm, I suppose. Um, you know, we'll be, you know, talking about football and we will be like, you guys like teriyaki chicken. It's like, yep, sure do Walter. Bam, nailed it. Um, but back to, um, back to his team. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got some good good pieces here. Uh, specifically, I, I like his running backs. Kenyon Drake hasn't been great so far, but I think Ezekiel Elliott's obviously elite, and he's got two good running backs, and he's got a really good third running back on his bench in Todd Gurley. So nobody has that type of depth, at least at the position. I think that there are teams except for Thune, but I do think that there are teams that have better players. But but he's got that that coveted running back depth, which he could deal at any time to improve his team. Um, I think the negatives are just – I mean, I think honestly his wide receivers are not the best. Um, you know, Juju is is fine. He's had a good start to the season. Robert Woods is really good. I think his wide receiver three, it lacks a little bit. But overall, I think this team is pretty solid. I just don't know – I mean, who knows if he can sustain it? I mean, we don't have enough of a sample on Walter to have any idea if that will sustain or not. So, I guess we'll just wait and see there, huh, fellas? Um, all right, number number seven. Uh, we've got Guffey coming in and bringing up the rear at the of the two um, and one group. And Guffey's team is good. I, I like Guffey's team a lot. I like his wide receivers a lot. Um, you know, Galladay and, um, Godwin and, you know, pick your third, John Brown or, or Mike Williams. He's got a good wide receiver. Group. Um, it looks like though, that, um, someone pooped in a box and labeled them Guffey's running backs because his running backs are not as good. I mean, he's got Derek Henry, who actually has kind of had a, Tough time to start the season. He's been fine, but not not the Derrick Henry that we all expected. Um, you know, I guess that one eight pointer in the middle there was was kind of a kick in the dick. But then, I mean, Devin Singletary isn't isn't a running back two at this point. Um, he was last week, but Zach Moss is going to s- steal carries, and he just doesn't have a running back two at this point. Um, he does have Kittle, so that's exciting, and Kittle gets back this week um guffey's you know guffey's still two and one he's got a solid squad and we'll see we'll see if his running backs will will do what he needs them to do because um, i think his receivers will and i don't love tom brady but overall i think guffey's got a good good solid team here um so then we move on to dave and i mean there's really no point in analyzing anything um, I've analyzed Dave's team for, what, six years now? And I've constantly ranked him low. And he always fucking makes playoffs. It's not like, oh, he always makes playoffs and he misses it every now and again. He just always makes playoffs. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, I fucking don't know how he does it. But he does. And, you know, positive on the positive side, he's got Aaron Jones, who's been fucking a monster travis kelsey's got Tyreek Hill, he's got you know the chiefs and fucking aaron jones he's got good players on good teams and you can't ask for more than that um i think his concerns lie in um deshaun watson's been a concern that's one thing i think that um you've got wide receiver three isn't a huge issue but he could he could use an upgrade there, but overall, I think this team is really pretty good. Honestly, he's gonna he's gonna be in in the mix, and getting that win last week was huge for him because now he's one and two and he's right back in the thick of things. And that's not where we want Dave, guys. We want Dave at the bottom. I'd love to see Dave miss playoffs this year. It's not gonna happen because uh, it never does. It never has. It literally has never happened. So that's exciting. Um, then we move on uh, to our our good friend, the Cleveland Steamers, uh, Lugas' team. Um, he's he'll be quick to tell you that he's he is super happy with his squad. He loves Josh Allen. He Josh Allen may be the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, all we hear about is Josh Allen, and we don't hear about the fact that he's played two shitty teams with the Rams. So that's Um, No one, no one looks at stuff like that. Um, You know, looking at Josh Allen, who's been a, a, one of the reasons for hope for Lugo, honestly, the bright spot in a a, kind of a rough start to the season. Um, You know, you've got, you've got, you know, some, some tougher contests coming up here between, you know, you've got, uh, you know, Vegas, you've got Tennessee, you've got Kansas city, You know, New England's coming up, Seattle's coming up. So, I mean, who knows? We'll see what happens with Josh Allen. I think there's a chance he continues it and he's legit. Um, Then you've got Dalvin Cook, who's obviously legit, and those are the two really huge bright spots on the Lucas team. His his wide receivers are kind of the concern, I'd say. I think that D.J. Moore is a low-end wide receiver. One, Odell Beckham is putting up wide receiver three numbers, if that. Like, he's – I don't even know if he's – He's really doing that. And then Tyler Boyd has been solid, but, you know, that's Tyler Boyd. He's a wide receiver three. Um, so Lugo could stand to really use a wide receiver in my opinion. Um, but he's also, you know, he's, his running backs are kind of banged up. Once Mostert gets back, his running backs are going to be really solid. So there's that. that's a positive. Uh, but the wide receivers, I think, are the issue. Um, OBJ, you know, you think of a guy who is – Three years ago was one of the best in the game, and now you fucking can't even put up wide receiver three numbers. That's not what Luga was expecting. So, so that's been that's been exciting for Luga. I'm sure he's really pumped about that, but he's just too busy talking about Josh Allen all fucking day long. So then we get to to lucky number ten and Fred Hurst, Devin's uh, Devin's squad. You know that uh, Fred Hurst, our boy Hayden has been a big disappointment, um, but he's got some room. He's got some, some hope at least in the wide receiver group for him. I think Alan Robinson is, is been a is going to become a wide receiver one, a legit one. Now that Foles is, is under, under center and Michael Thomas coming back probably next week. Devin becomes a, a force again with Matt Ryan, who's already solid. So You've got that, those three guys that are really good. Um, Nick Chubb has been putting up good numbers. Um, but overall, I, I worry about his running backs, and I worry that they both are fucking good players on fucking awful teams. I think that having running backs on bad teams is a recipe for disaster, and it's a re- recipe for you know negative game flow, and it's a recipe for fucking six-point outputs from time to time. And I don't think you can really have that. Um, if you really have a, want to have a chance at, at winning a championship here, so that's my main issue with Devin's team is just running backs on bad teams. You can't you can't have it. Um, so now we get to to, to our little Mo, uh, and yeah, I mean, he's got a few nice bright spots. Um, I think Kyler Murray and Calvin Ridley are the, are the two the two really really big ones. Murray's fucking legit. Luga, Luga had his eye on him. He's actually <laughs> lucky he got Josh Allen. But overall, Kyler Murray's been fucking really good. Calvin Ridley's the best wide receiver in football right now. Um, you know, I think there's a problem. You know, you you worry a little bit about Thielen, Thielen's usage moving forward. I don't know. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But but he's had one stinker of a game and two. One really good one, one stinker, and one kind of – middling so you're kind of getting all the whole spectrum but overall I think his wide receivers are really really good um I do think he's gonna to need to trade one to address the next thing I'm gonna talk about which are his shit running backs um he doesn't have good ones um Le'Veon Bell is his, I guess his RB1 at this point now that Saquon went down he badly needs an RB two or RB one and he needs to trade the or he needs to trade um, one of his one of his running back or wide receivers. He even has good ones on his bench. He has Crowder. He has Judy. He needs to make a fucking deal soon, like now. Mo, if you're listening, you need to trade at least one of your wide receivers um, for a running back too. You need to f- figure out how to get this deal done before it's too late, because otherwise, you will end up in last place. And finally, uh, our reigning champion. It's weird to have to wait till the very end of the podcast to talk about Will Thompson's team, but here we are. Uh, I mean, looking at this team, he, his, his wide receivers are, are good. Um, he's got a bunch of wide receiver two, two, three types. Doesn't really have the wide receiver one, I don't think. I mean... You know, you look at Amari's numbers and they've been, you know, 13, 13, 13, really consistent, but that's not, our, that's not what you're expecting out of your wide receiver one. Uh, Fuller, who the fuck knows? Um, McLaurin, you know, really good. He's been really good. And he's got Shark and Ayuk. I mean, he's got really nice depth um, at the position. So he he's in good shape at wide receiver. He's in good shape at running back. He's got Jonathan Taylor, Miles Sanders. I mean, this is a good team. It's just the problem here is, is that they haven't been getting the getting the job done. Um, there's no real analysis you can you can do. I mean, Sanders has been putting up nice numbers. Um, you know, he missed that first game, but but since then he's he's done well. I mean, it's it's just you know sometimes you eat the bar and sometimes the bar eats you, or is it the bear? I don't know. Either way, Thompson Thompson has better days ahead. Um, I just hope it's not too late for him. I don't think there's anything he really needs to do. He just needs to pull himself out of this, this little mountain biking trip he's on and get, get fucking moving. So other than that, I mean, I think that's kind of the the rundown of the league in general. Um, I think that Mo's team is really in trouble. I think that, that Steven's team is in really good shape, but it's really, really fragile. I think that, one running back injury on Steven's squad and the whole house of cards collapses. I think that, that teams like, um, like Thune's team and Walter's team and, and, um, are are in good shape in terms of depth. I think that you've got really good squads there. I think, uh, if my team was back healthy, I'll be, I'll be a factor, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, that's why we're only entering week four. You guys will probably listen to this as you, you know, head to Unbreakable to do your um, your squat thrusts. Or um, you know, Devin likes to sleep in on the weekends. He'll he'll wake up to it at about ten forty-five in the morning after Carly's been caring for his his child and soon to be child all all morning. Um Steven probably just will live his best life and, you know, do his thing and and he'll listen to five minutes and then get bored and do something else. Start liking, twerking videos on Instagram most likely. Um, These are the things that will happen tomorrow morning at Saturday when you guys wake up and listen to this. Until then, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. I look forward to seeing you all soon on the field of battle. Good luck this weekend to everybody but fucking Steven. Eat a dick, Steve.